Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Glee. Aggressive. Is excited to partner with Nettles and Paint. Looking for a unique gift or piece to add to your home? Nettles and Paint specializes in handmade home decor and divination tools. From posters to custom pieces, Nettles and Paint has everything for everyday spooky babes. They're also the exclusive home of the popular indie tarot deck, the RJC Tarot, featuring original digital collage in honor of the artist's college best friend. And now, Nettles and Paint is offering Glee Aggressive fans a special 10% off your first order with the code GLEEK. Visit nettlesandpaint.store to start shopping with code GLEEK. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? Welcome back to another episode of Glee. Glee. Aggressive. Aggressive. My name is Karina Stokes. My name is Ian Brodsky. And we are here back again today, folks, to discuss with you season three, episode four, and it is entitled Pot O Gold. You might think we're supposed to say Pot of Gold, but that's not how they wrote it. So nope. full O apostrophe. Um, this episode originally aired November 1st, 2011, which, mm. interestingly, uh, was actually a full four weeks after the last episode. So there was, really? like, a weird little month break in between. It's only four episodes in. What happened? I know. I don't know. But yeah, so we got this recap, and uh, just mm-hmm. to sort of sum it up, like... To recap got... it? You're gonna yeah, recap, recap the recap. recap. You know... <laughs> We got Shelby, Mercedes, Quinn wants the baby, and Sue is running for Congress. You're caught up now. Congrats. Yeah. Um, my first note is, hey, it's that guy. It's that guy. who does this episode introduce us to but one of the winners of the Glee Project? The second Glee Project person we have seen thus far yes. on season three. Um, Damien McGinty playing Rory Flanagan? Yes. I think was his name. I know it's Rory. I'm pretty sure it's Flanagan. It's Rory Flanagan, but, like, I didn't really hear it until, like, the last time anyone says his name at the yeah. very end of the episode. Uh, so this marks uh, Rory's journey uh, at McKinley High, where his entire personality is uh, Irish. Is uh, is discriminated Irish, apparently. Yeah. There's, like, at least one potato joke. Right. So. Like, uh, and was this the guy that won, or was this, Okay. So they had two winners technically, like right, right, right. Him and the dreadlocks guy are both going to get seven seasons in the or seven seasons. Can you imagine, <laughs> Lord? Seven episodes. So this is his Cursed. debut. Okay. Um, it opens on him and Brittany in the hallway. Yes. Um, where we open with a "You got to speak English if you're going to be in America" joke, which like, great, a wild start. For the weirdest reason. I mean, yeah, I guess there are, like, some people who are bad at accents, you know, they really can't understand them. And I could see one Britney S. Pierce being such a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but someone also tells him to go back to Mexico. Someone tells some him point. to go, that, which was a fucking stretch. Like, <laughs> which was just the wildest thing. Yeah. I was like, that's a, I'm laughing at this joke because I can't imagine where it came from. Right. I guess that just goes to show that in Ohio, all immigrants are bad. Apparently. Even the white ones. Um, <laughs> oh. Oh. Note. A note that reminds me that I meant to mention. This is the first episode of Glee that was not written by at least one of the three creators. So oh. this is your first true, like, outside writer perspective. And I'm going to say, a lot of people didn't love this episode, so. It's bananas. Yeah, right? I find that, wow. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, then we cut to Quinn and Puck talking to Shelby, Adina Menzel. Yep. And, um, they got her concealer because she looks tired because she's a single mother with a, an infant. A single or, mom who works two jobs, who loves yes. her kids. She's just like Reba. Exactly. Yes. Um, and, um, they get her concealer, which is wild. Very um, rude. Very rude. And then they were like, no, we want to babysit your kid because of that one time, which I appreciate the callback. Continuity. Continuity. One point. Add it mm-hmm. to the board. 
Um, someone make a Glee aggressive wiki and like someone make a scorecard for all of these times the we award we... points. Well, I'm going to take some points away later. All right, I'm going to take I can't wait. Points away later. Let, so. Do the math, friends. Let's do the math. Um, so they call back to uh, that episode. I guess was it last season or the first season? First season. First season. Holy shit! Two seasons ago, where Quinn and Puck babysit for Sherry. Sherry Terry's yeah niece and nephews and what have yous. And they um, basically lullaby them with top Papa Don't Preach by Madonna. Um, right. Which they don't do again here. Which they but don't do again. Quinn's um, like in full on diabolical mode. Truly. She's like here to destroy. She is suddenly just fully evil. Cartoon villain treatment, truly. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get Sue's Corner. Like this had, a, I feel like this episode had a lot of beats going pretty quickly. Everything was happening in this episode. Like. Yes. All at once. And, like, I know I was tired, but I, I don't feel like I missed a whole lot when I, I think made so, these notes. But there was a lot that I was like, oh, boy, we're just happening. Um, yeah. Sue is saying that she has here the budget for the musical that the show that the high school is putting on, the, the Glee musical. Yes. Obviously, because no one else cares about musical theater in this school unless you're in Glee. Right. And she says that uh, here's the waste. Um, she does say it's a musical about a race a war. Race that's... war that glorifies gang violence. And it still seems extraordinarily, extraordinarily gay. gay. Very funny. Is she wrong? Is she wrong? So here's the big reveal. There is that she reveals that the McKinley is spending two thousand and four dollars on this production, which she says could pay a, a public school a ma- math teacher for the year right which like not unfair she's not untrue she's not wrong um right but instead so, we are we are spending it on fake switchblades and softly packed dance belts hilarious that i did make me laugh so funny um, <laughs> so uh i watched this episode with zach on the couch he fully like watched this episode like Ooh. for the first time he wasn't like doing something else when in, in the background and i paused and i was like what does this number where does this number read to you and he's like honestly two thousand and four dollars to put on like a full-scale high school musical honestly seems pretty low because you gotta like pay to license it which although i will say i don't believe i just now thought of this will schuster has no idea you need to license musicals to do them at a school oh no Will clue. Schuster does not know this. Will They've... Schuster, it was what, 2011? Will Schuster came across the script and the score on like a Broadway message board. Yeah. And went, cool, I can do West Side Story. Right. Will Schuster has never once paid to li- like for the license. No, he, he has no idea know. what MTI is. No. So I guess you can remove that cost. Um, But like <laughs> for like a set and all, like the costumes for West Side Story, you can do like. Honestly, they're doing. It sounds like they're doing a pretty good job right. of keeping this thing in a reasonable budget. I mean, like, not, I'm not a counterpoint, but like with all of the magical sets that have appeared over the last right. two years, like just like spend maybe fifty dollars, maybe a hundred dollars on paint and just like recycle those flats. Yeah, and uh, you know, Kurt had that scaffolding the other, mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago. It's already there. Obviously, someone is willing to build Kurt's scaffolding. Kurt's part of the musical. He can probably call in some favors with his yeah. blue-collar dad and be like, exactly. can we have we'll get to that. Some, yeah. Can we get a balcony up in here, please? Ooh, yeah. A fire escape, excuse me. Fire escape, that's, you know. Um, the balcony of New York City. Exactly, it's true, man. Um, and so Sue ends this with, um, if you're as mad as I am, call in and sing this song i'm fed up and angry too and i agree with candidate sue catchy honestly yeah catchy bars and then we smash cut to <gasps> just an angry mother yeah. with a sign that just says angry, angry. in big block letters Do outside think... of higgins office uh figgins office this is both extremely funny but then i also had to step back a moment being like was it a choice to cast a cast a black woman whose only right. job is to hold up a sign that says angry, says angry. literally an angry, an angry black woman, black woman. <laughs> i oh, will say God. though they cut to her throwing a brick at figgins and she comes up to him and says my son can't read you want him to sing and dance and i went wow don't come from leah michelle this way <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow, I can't believe oh my God. you can tell Ryan Murphy didn't write this episode. Someone else did and was oh like, Oh my ha, God. Ha. <laughs> oh man, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention all of the memes that came out after the Funny Girl musical opened that said, like, Leah Michelle on her way to have someone read her the reviews. <laughs> she gets to pick the emojis. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, God. So, I can't of, believe I didn't think of that. Yeah. And then, uh, and the, so. Then also, as I, like, made that joke out loud, Zach was like, wait, are you, say psych right now, like, are you being serious, or can she not read? I'm like, well, well, I'm not not joking, but I'm also definitely joking, but also, But like, also, jury's out. Am I joking? <laughs> um... I'll never tell. I'll never um, tell, because we'll never know. Um, so this, of course, like, is kind of our inciting incident, because... Yep. Because we, we know that Sue's budget for the Cheerios is expansive, yes. and it's 4K per month for the pom-poms alone. Um, so Because, as of Sue course. says, you can't put a price on cheer. Sure. But, 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 what but, if but. Will raises the money himself? This is the fourth time Will's had to raise the money himself. <laughs> I know! I was like, dude, at this point, aren't you just prepared for it? Like Right. Go, go back to the old taffy stash. I was just trying to say, get sale. that taffy out. It's probably expired, but you know, it's Ohio. Yeah, him being like, we'll just raise the money ourselves. I'm like, this isn't the plot twist you think it is. You just keep doing this. <laughs> You're just poor. Yep. Um, Welcome to public school education. Exactly. Then we smash cuts to Santana's locker. Yes. Where Mercedes in her recruiting uh, game is like, hey you only had one solo last year and she goes i was also the lips in rocky horror and i went thank you yes that's true it's not true. that we got to see rocky horror though because they couldn't perform rocky horror for an audience right right but i appreciate the fan service joke in there the meta joke if yes. you will um and my next note is but frankentine sees all of this because finn is just like he looks like wacky waving inflatable arm flailing <laughs> tube man in the background <laughs> literally he's the worst spy in the world <laughs> he's too tall he's too tall to be a spy he got kicked out of spy school he's too tall i the mean spy kids said no oh my god he is spy adult which is not a movie anyone wants to watch oh no. um mercedes is like fully right though she's like well your one yeah. solo was the best solo we had all season and yeah so maybe you could use more solos and our duets are fire so mm-hmm. i hear no lies I hear no lies, and also bring Brittany too, because yes. right, you don't want to be away fun- from Brittany, right? And very funny joke, like I have to look after who who's going to help her cross the street. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, and so then we cut to Tina. Apparently now her whole character, she cries a lot because Fine. yeah, like I guess that's a thing now. Guess that's all we get from her, right? And it's because Mercedes was an OG member, and now she feels naked without her. But Will will not let this setback crush our spirits. Now everyone is sad Mercedes is gone now. Like, yeah. even Qu- Quinn is like, you were a little hard on her, Mr. Shoe. And he's like, no, right. that certainly wasn't the problem. And then Couldn't someone blames Artie for not casting her as Maria. Yep. At one point I just wrote Kurt go off. I'm not sure exactly why I wrote that, but. He did have a moment here. Did he? What did he but do? I don't remember, and I watched oh. this two and hours ago. I watched this roughly two hours ago, and it's already gone. So good for Kurt. Whatever you <laughs> good did. Good for Kurt. Proud Go of you, off, I guess. Um, so yeah, Kurt does something completely unmemorable, apparently. But we can't think about Mercedes too much, because we have to talk immediately about how they've canceled the musical. Right. And Leah Michelle goes, they can't do that. I was changing my name to Maria. Leah Michelle like, absolutely no. says that. Yes. yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, I mean... Pretty yeah, art imitates life, and but we can't be too sad about it because we have to get to our first. Is this when we have to get to our first song? No, we got a while. No, um, we got a while. This, but, but um, this does have Blaine trying to get up and be like, "Hey guys, it's about teamwork." Yes. And Finn's like, "Shut up, I hate you." <laughs> yes, yes. Finn is in full like... jealous alpha male mode. It's true. Um, um, oh, also, this is the episode, at least in this outfit, where Kurt is wearing what I consider his iconic hippo brooch. Which is oh. a brooch attached, like, it looks like, you know how children's toys, like, you can get, like, one of those plastic hippos? It yeah. looks like you just sawed off its head and stuck it on a pin back, so it's just, like, a fully protruding hippo. Like, if you know, you know. Like, it's, it's a I thought look. You were, I thought you were just gonna stop it at, you know how, like, children's toys? 
It's yeah, honestly, I could have. Yeah. Hippo um, brooch, if you know you know. Yes. Um hungry hungry hippo brooch. Honestly. Um, yeah, so this is yeah, Finn uh fully says, Have a seat, I'm trying to give a pep talk, which like, okay, way to lean into like the whole like this kid will do anything if you call him. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because like I wrote like so we're focusing on the the musical right now. When is this musical going up, and when is sectionals? Because always and never is the answer. Always, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, and uh, this is the year everyone's dreams come true. Okay. 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 Well, clearly not. But <laughs> <laughs> he cuts to Finn and the Irish guy, um, who is apparently a big fan of this... Finn. Okay. Yeah, so Finn walks into a room with Rory sorting out the marshmallows from Lucky Charms. Cause, oh, also yes. there's a plot with Brittany thinks she's a leprechaun and will grant him three wishes. Yes, so and the her- first wish is I want all, a, marshmallows. I want a, a, all marshmallow Lucky Charms. Which, so by the this way, is what Rory's it, doing. It's something you can just buy now. So Right, yeah. Um, But he wa- Finn walks in and Rory's like starstruck. And Finn is like, oh, you know who I am? And he said, this is Rory's line. It made me laugh so fucking much because he goes oh i've seen you on youtube i'm losing nationals after tongue kissing your girlfriend for 10 minutes oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it's even funnier like the irish accent it is and then like immediately followed by i love everything about america especially nascar your half black president and victoria's secret models that's and it's all like, we okay. are that's all that we are and then finn just goes cool me too yep um, it has it has big like he- like hello fellow fellow youths yep. energy. Uh, um, Rory just absolutely like word vomits all over Finn. He was like, it's I'm trying true. to. He he definitely just says, I'm still a virgin. And I'm like, that's not something you really just say. Right. That's not really Especially something you just say, buddy. To a dude you just met. Yeah, who you know tongue kissed his girlfriend for ten minutes. Right. But yeah, and um. So he's, like, trying to lean into the Britney thing that, like, that she believes he's a leprechaun just because he wants to have sex with her. And that's gross. gross. Um, but I could use some more friends. Will you be my friend, Finn? <laughs> Finn's like, we don't, okay. we don't do that here. Don't, dudes <laughs> don't do that in America. But okay. Um, but first you have to help me by spying on Britney. I can't believe Finn wasn't like, would you like to join Glee Club? Like, right here. I right? know it happens later, but, like... What a big opportunity you have missed because you're down right, a body just, right now and you really Yeah, truly just to say, "Hey, do you like can you carry a tune?" And then he like maybe sings Danny Boy because we're going with like some sort of obnoxious stereotype and right. it's like, "Great, you're in." Uh cuz they're yeah, they're down like kind of a lot of people right now. So, yeah. missed opportunity right now, Finn. You're a bad you're a bad spy and a bad recruitment officer. <laughs> right. You have no skills except running the tire shop maybe and good for you. Um <laughs> I would not like to see Finn sing Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. No. Uh, I you going to say Good For You from Evan Hansen. I would also like to not see that. Right, same. Cut to, are they going to steal the baby? I don't like that Puck calls himself Big Daddy in this scene. Nope. Nope, uncomfortable for many reasons. And then it's just like they're babysitting. The baby likes Puck, but cries when Quinn holds her. Right. And then Quinn goes full on diabolical mode and starts like planting contraband around the house. Yeah. One of which is apparently hot sauce. It's by the way, she's like hot sauce is illegal to get to babies. No, it's not. No. It's just and not. Didn't she say also something about like breastfeeding with hot sauce? No, that's what Puck implied that it was Right. Because okay. of that. Like it's is wrong for Shelby to eat Mexican food because it will be breastfed to the baby. But no. It's... Except, and also Shelby won't be breastfeeding because Shelby right. didn't have a kid. Right. Not how any of this works. Um nope. Yeah, it's just, Quinn is, honestly, my whole notes about Quinn is just, please go to therapy, Quinn. Please go to therapy, Quinn. You're better than this. Quinn, you need therapy. But she's, nope. Yes. Instead, we get just unhinged Quinn for no unhinged. reason. Unhinged. Yeah. This whole plot landed the worst for me. Out of, like, the eight plots that are in this episode, this right. one's the worst. Totally. Like, where's Emma? Like, help a girl out, girl. Please. Um, And, like, it ends with, like, do you want our baby back or not? And apparently Puck does now? I guess. I guess. He really likes his baby. I guess. But cut to the tire shop where Kurt is essentially like, here's the program. Why are you doing? Why are you showing this to me now, Kurt? Well, our funding's cut, and so then cut immediately to Bert complaining Bert, to Figgins. Best dad. 
Yeah. Burt Best Dad. Yeah. With the Lima Mortuary Society. Hilarious. Why is he because... so close to the Lima Mortuary Society? Because they're all in the same, like, Elks Club or something. Of course they are. I forget what, it's not, I don't know if they're Elks Club, but, like, they're definitely in the same, like, um, yeah. fraternity. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Grown-ass man fraternity. Um, and my, um, the, the line that made my roommate crack up was, the crematorium guy, um, says, we also bake and deliver delicious brick oven pizzas. Oh my god, like, a, an artisan a pie joke. delivered in, like, a hearse? A, a <laughs> that, that's camp, baby. Like, more places should do that. That's camp, and that's that's just good business. That is efficient. Right? So, between, like, the four of them, they fund the musical with their ad space, and Bert is going to raise as much money as possible to make sure Sue doesn't get elected. Yes, Sue comes Sue, out and who is, sues all over Bert, like, insults his baldness and the fact that he's a blue-collar worker right. and all, all of these things. It's a good scene. It's fun to watch them interact. Yeah, and it's always funny to watch Jane Lynch go, I am literally horny with fear. Yes. And, like, good point. I just want to see her lose just once. Mm-hmm. Excellent. We all do. Um, yeah. But, you know, let's instead watch the Irish kid get his phone knocked out of his hands by a 35-year-old jock that just passes by. I do like that he, when he's getting his... I mean, they really leaned into any Irish pop culture they could mention. He says he's on the phone with his mom. He hasn't met Colin Farrell yet, so <laughs> right. You know, they just Irish. They they just pure. They just sat down in the room and went, "Okay, what are Irish things? Go. Yep. Okay, write it on the board. Nothing's off the table." Yeah. So that like I don't know why is he being bullied because he's new here, and he's Irish. Yeah. yeah. Like poor like and I don't know. It was just sad to me that like it was he was in the middle of talking to his mom. mom. I know that also made me sad. I'm so like, sad. What the fuck? Maybe I just uh, missed my parents. Also um, like that call has to be expensive. It's overseas. Oh my god. And in 2011, absolutely. Um but instead we get the first song of this episode uh mm-hmm. which goes to our our new friend here who's singing yeah. It's Not Easy Being Green. Good for him. Yep. The accent is gone. Yes, which I guess expected. It, it it happens yeah. when you like learn like singing techniques and stuff I'm and like I'm pretty sure this kid's pretty placements. professionally trained so Yeah. I don't think so, he's like, just a fine. singer off the street. He was in Riverdance and I know they don't sing in Riverdance but that guy yeah Actually I he might have sung in Riverdance. That might have been his job. So <laughs> he's he's no slouch to singing. I don't yeah. think he sounds as good as Kermit. Um which no, is a funny thing could? to say because like this song is really made for Kermit, and oh, yeah. when you're not Kermit, it really shows. Here's the thing, and maybe this is this is not tangential. I decided. Okay. Kermit's Kermit songs make me cry. Yeah, hundred percent of the time. But only when they're sung by Kermit, apparently. Yeah, like Kermit just knows how to hit you in the. Yeah, this song didn't make me like, cry, but if I watched Kermit singing it, I hundred percent would. Same like, with Rainbow I watched, Connection. I, yo, I was just browsing like stand up stuff on Netflix. And I happened upon, like, a Seth Rogen, like, fundraiser Netflix thing with a bunch of, like, famous comedians that did little sets. Mm-hmm. And then it ends with Kermit and everybody singing The Rainbow Connection. And no. I was curled up on no. my couch. No, can't. Just fighting back tears. It was, And it was because it was for fundraising for, like, a, like um, ALS. And it's like, right. here's, like, here's the videos of, like, us raising money and giving, like, funds to people who need it. And I was like, oh, God, I have feelings now. I both wish they had gotten the Muppets on Glee, and I'm also really glad they did not get the Muppets on Glee. Oh, thank God. Oh, God. Because it would have been, like, a Miss Piggy, Leah Michelle diva off. God, actually, now that you say that, now I really do want to see that. No, I want to see the Mercedes Miss Piggy diva off. Three-way diva because off. Because that will be fun. Miss Piggy would um, crush Leah Michelle. Oh, absolutely. Physically and mentally. Yes. Yep, I take it back. I'm with you. I want to see that. Um. Anyway, back to the Irish kid. Um... This is a this song is fine. Yeah. He does fine with it. It's it's a nice little theatrical moment. Um Yeah. Good for good for Rory. Yep. He's it's not bad, but not as good as Kermit. It was my oh, yeah. was my assessment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cut to breadsticks with Santana and Brittany on a date. This was such like a genuinely cute scene. Like Santana yes. is set even like goes as far to say like out loud, like I'm really happy. She's She's asking Brittany to, like, define, like, are we dating? And yeah. Brittany's like, yeah, like, that, yeah, I thought so, right? And it just seems like she's doing really well. 
having a like a happy time in this relationship um great britney line though um sour patch kids are just gummy bears who turn to drugs and she like that's one that like i was like yeah 100%. that's good yeah yeah i feel like that's even um, sort of their marketing campaign as sour patch kids yeah like gummy yeah. candy that's kind of fucked up also yeah. she was like is this not a date i thought this was a date i ordered shrimp which like yeah right. you're paying i ordered shrimp um those are the common so, signs yeah. of a date but she does try to get she broaches the subject to Brittany, like would you consider going to the other group like how do you feel about this right britney's like well i don't want to leave new directions i don't want people to think i'm a quitter like can mm-hmm. i think about it fine yeah and she gives her the day to think about it yes um and, and i wish you'd hold my hand but under the napkin i know we're still a little apprehensive we're, we're growing still, yeah, we're learning which is fine yeah puck is still cleaning pools you know the business another is point for continuity another point for continuity between the pool cleaning and the cougar motif mm-hmm. great point one point for that um but it's because of global warming which is sad, sad. it is sad um yeah oh god and then uh points away for the joke that follows which is that mm-hmm. this woman comes on to puck and apparently he's too distracted by the fact that he has a cute baby in his life now and so she says oh fine just send up your assistant instead and his assistant is a child so yes no yikes point you've lost all your points already glee also like negative also minus a half a point because he mentions his nipple ring but he's not wearing i noticed that too and i was like i don't really want to look that hard like i don't want to consider this but it wasn't there, right? It wasn't there. Damn. You lost like, your continuity points. You got one for mentioning and the your ni- nipple ring. <laughs> you get a continuity point for mentioning the nipple ring, but you lose it for not then showing the nip- not having the right. nipple ring there. Right. Oh god. And then we learned that Quinn actually did call child called, protective yeah. services. Who's on a 2 week wait, which back. is fucked up. I don't yeah. think that's a real thing. What, but also and if that is what the fuck is happening in Ohio, Ohio. in Lima, or where, or whatever How, the like, the regional? I would imagine there's is. a region for child protective services. It's not just for two weeks. Yeah, those are some things are not going great in Lima, Ohio. Nope. Ugh. This was where my Quinn, please go to therapy. Note comes in. Yes. Just like, because this is when she starts talking about like, I don't have any prospects. She's like Pride and Prejudice. I've got no money. I've got no prospects. Yeah. Um. And she's like, I'd already done one perfect thing in my life, and it's this daughter, and so I need to get her back, because that's the only thing I'll ever have. And I was like, that is, you're 18, and you're pretty smart, nowhere. and you'll be fine, probably. Yeah, you, out of you nowhere. Just need, you need, this is when I was like, you need counseling, therapy. you need mental yeah. health counseling, you need therapy, you need someone to talk to that isn't Puck, who's like, heart of gold sometimes, but admittedly kind of a train wreck. Yeah. And the one teacher Jesus. who you used to be able to lean on yelled at you because you dyed your hair pink, so you probably think your whole support system is fucked. Yes, what the fuck? Quinn needs help uh, and no one's giving it to her. Quinn needs help. Help Quinn. But no. Help Quinn. Hashtag help Quinn and justice for Tina. God. Maybe if Tina is like, Tina's the Man, only one who can see through this bullshit. Tina... Tina, we're counting on you, girl. Save her. Uh, and our fanfiction version of this season is way better. Oh, dang. That's, well, this is the one we're writing right now in our, in our yes. fantasy. Yeah, you know, yeah. Suddenly, Dina Menzel hooks up Puck with the uh, gig cleaning the indoor pool at her apartment complex. An all-year-round gig. All-year-round gig. So he'll have money. Great. Um, so that he can support the baby when they steal her back or whatever. Yeah, is it... Also, like, even if they do call Child Protective Services, I don't think they would go, ch- CPS would be like, ah, look at this unfit adult mother. Here's what I'll do. I'll just give this baby back to you two back teenagers. Back to the teenagers. That's not how that works. I don't believe so. But. Call, I was going to say call in, or if you have you, our numbers, call I guess us, you can call in. I don't know what number you'll call. <laughs> 1-800-GLEE-AGGRESSIVE. Um. <laughs> That's too many digits. Yeah, figure out um, how we shortened or, that one. <laughs> um, or write in and let us know what the, the protocol is for Child Protective Services. It's not whatever um, Quinn thinks it is, I'll tell you what. It is not. Um, but the musical is back on, and Blaine has something to say. And that something to say is Last Friday Night by Katy Perry. This is 
out. First of all, Blaine loves Katy Perry, as we've established. Blaine loves Katy Perry. But this song, I like. I I screenshotted it as from like one of the the review I read, mm-hmm. where it is literally. I was, they put it in a note like song most obviously designed to sell on iTunes. Like yes, like this make this song has no business being here. It is the most obvious cash grab, and also, like it's a little little suspicious because. I don't know if you've ever watched the music video for Katy Perry's TGIF, but it Rebecca Black does feature Rebecca Black. Yes, you know who else it features? Darren Chris and Kevin McHale. It's a conspiracy. It's, oh, it's a hundred percent. Like it's a conspiracy. No Like that's not a that's not a coincidence. So like it is. This is such a cash grab, such a marketing tool. It's kind of not even funny. Not even funny and. Like that aside, just a terrible song. It's not a really good for song. For school. No. Well, it's not a great song, and it's a terrible song for the school context. And it, it comes out of it nowhere. It makes no sense. Like, you're, and then, and then, is this where, is this where um, Rachel goes? I think we're going to do this for sectionals. Yeah, which also makes no sense. No, makes no sense. Terrible choice. You cannot, I imagine there are some sort of like morality clauses where you can't sing songs about having a menage a trois and getting blackout drunk while know. you're in high the school. The Warblers sang Raise Your Glass last season, which is also a song about like sure. drinking. Okay, sure, sure. I, yeah, I just you're think right. it's like, this song is like, I know we're sad about our friend leaving, but we got the musical back, so let's sing a song to celebrate. And that song right. is. Just so happens to be Katy Perry's latest single that I, I was featured in, and also Kevin McHale was featured in. Also, Rebecca yes. Black and Kenny G were also in that video. Right, I forgot about the Kenny G of it all. I, we, I, and there was one... I made Zach watch it after we finished the episode, and we're going, then all of a sudden he's like, is that Kenny G? <laughs> I was like, it sure <laughs> is! Katy Perry's really famous. And I know exactly how Zach said it, too. Yep. I can hear it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so this number is fine. And- it's, it's, it's fine. It starts on an okay level because Darren Chris sounds pretty good seeing Katy Perry, but it makes yeah. no sense, and it's not actually that good of a number. They should have had this in, like, the Rachel Berry party episode yeah. last season. That would have been so much better. Um, and there was one cutaway to Will that was terrifying. Oh, no. He was just... And it was just Matthew Morrison grooving, and it was but the vibes, terrifying. The vibes were not the good. The vibes rancid. Beca- and then, like... Santana throughout this whole thing is just like sitting cross armed, cross legged. Right. Like, She's having glowering. an attitude. And then it ends with her marching out, going, Since Mercedes is gone, it's going to be the Blaine and Rachel show. Me. And I was like, okay, well, first of all, it wasn't really the Mercedes show in the first place because right. that was the whole point. And second of all, Blaine is not replacing Mercedes. This, those, no. those two circles do not Venn diagram. That's, no, those the are two circles. The solos going to those people are like far away. If anyone, yeah. Finn, who has been glowering at Blaine this whole episode, should be worried because his solo should go to Blaine. I he think. should be the he should be the one threatening to go to Adina Menzel's right, choir group, right? Because he's going to get replaced with Blaine. Um, yeah. So then back to the hallway. Mm-hmm. Santana just like reads the Irish guy for filth. A pet calls um calls him Brittany's pet Irish. Yes. Um, oh, at some point before that, I don't know what the joke was. But they made a joke about Arby's, and I know this because I wrote down E and they mentioned Arby's just for you. How did I miss that? Holy shit. And once again, two hours ago, I don't know what the joke was. Oh, no. Oh, man. I think about the Arby's Fight Club on a daily basis. It is. Well, now we know Arby's exists in the Glee universe, so. Oh, my God. Oh, God bless. Canon oh, Arby's. God, I'm just imagining. I'm, I'm just imagining Santana fighting Ryan Murphy in an Arby's. Not, not Naya Rivera, but Santana, Santana. and she would. So yes, Santana <laughs> then corners Rory, posts whatever Arby's joke there was, and tries and uses him to be like, I know you're tricking Brittany into thinking you're a leprechaun. Yeah. So here's what you're going to do. Based on the movie Leprechaun with Jen Aniston. Yes, and I think this is where the potato joke is. Yeah. Fine. And apparently it's just also factually inaccurate with what happens in the movie, but that's... That's another... Fine. That's another... That's, an, that's another podcast, am I right? I'm not. Um, we have the return of Lord Tubbington. Yes. Because Rory is planting yes. candy bars Brittany's in the cat litter. second I wish was that Lord Tubbington would poop candy bars. And I don't know if we actually mentioned this, but the whole Brittany-Rory thing 
is because he's an exchange student who's staying with Brittany. Yes. And wants her pot of gold, as it were. Yeah. Um, Which, like, we never find but, out, but Rory has taken this to be an insinuation that her pot of gold is her vagina. Um, right. And But we never find out. Certainly that is not what Brittany meant. And I wish... It, it I cannot wish, be. The only thing I wish could have come out of this is we find out what Britney's belief what the pot of gold was supposed gold to be is. yeah is it a literal pot of gold probably she's a pretty literal probably. person yeah we'll never know um, but planting candy bars in the litter yeah. yikes um and i just have you did it leprechaun um <laughs> and like here's the thing throughout all of this heather morris is just a great actor yeah she's she's killing it this episode she's killing it this episode especially when it gets to the finn part of it later mm. Um, mm-hmm. but we learned Santana only had one wish and that was for you to leave the new directions and join the new club. Um, but why couldn't she have just asked for Lord Tubbington to That's quit so smoking? An- another point for continuity. But because Santana made the wish, Brittany it's gotta has come to true. It. It's gotta come true. So it's like Santana uh, really did not give her a day to think about it. She instead used trickery, um, to get Brittany to do what she right. wants, which is like, we don't love. We don't but love. But honestly understandable motivations here and honestly worth it yes that's true we'll get to it cut to will at bert's shop and i love like both of bert's introductory scenes here like you came all the way here to tell me that or like why are you doing this what are you really here here for for? yeah let's stop let's stop playing where's the poop robin yeah so this will comes there to be like thank you for like advocating for us Mm -hmm. and uh like why are you telling me at this? I have a phone. Um, <laughs> and so Will's like, I think you should run for Congress against Sue. And Bert is like, I'm already ahead of you. I'm going to do a writing campaign because I'm too late to, like, run. Right, be on the for ballot. Real, for real. And then he kind of, like, references Lisa Murkowski, which is, like, probably a deep cut then. But now it's, like, pretty commonplace just yes. because she's one of the few Republicans that isn't, like, off the deep end completely. <laughs> a um, joke that has somehow aged m- better. Than any other joke yeah. ugly. <laughs> yeah. And Kurt is going to be his campaign manager. And even though Will wants to devote all of his time to the Glee Club, yes! he's still offering to be his fucking campaign manager. What the fuck? He's like, I promised the kids I wouldn't split my, rep- my responsibilities, but I will split my but responsibilities. And, um, then, and I don't oh, think Will would be Kurt's a good... doing it? Cool. I will be his supervisor. I don't think Will would be a good campaign manager at all. Absolutely not. No. And also, everything Bert does makes me cry. Like, everything about this, because he's yes. like, hey, the art saved my kid, and I think it's right to continue fighting for yes. it. And you're like, oh, yes. God, this relatable blue-collar man. Love it. Just do it everything oh, right. You know, I don't think we talk enough. Maybe on on our show we do, but on Glee, we don't talk enough about how Bert and Carol perfect angel couple honestly perfect angels like they're like a beautiful couple that's also like a great representation of what i imagine a 2010 midwestern ohio couple is like they're not they're nothing special but they're just out here trying to do the right thing as best they can they're still learning a lot of stuff getting with the times we cut to shelby's apartment puck shows up Puck shows up ostensibly to like say thanks for the job, but really what he shows up to do is to reverse B and E, basically. That he is yeah. le- being let in and stealing back all of the contraband that Quinn planted because he doesn't want Shelby to get in trouble. Which is fine. Yes. If the scene had ended there, I would have been like, okay, he's undoing the wrong of of Quinn's diabolicalness. But right. then it keeps going. <laughs> and then he has to sing an acoustic version of Whatever that song oh, is. Oh, it's uh, it's a no, it's a foreigner song. Oh, I thought it might be the Doobie Brothers. Uh, no, it is "Waiting for a Girl Like You." Okay. He does an acoustic I've cover. Been waiting. Yeah. yeah. And it's fine. I'm like this, it works. It works as a song, it's, and it calms down the. It's the classic crying baby puck, like a puck and an acoustic guitar, classic rock song cover. He does it all the time. He hasn't done it in a while, yeah. so you're like good and. And then they, like, stare at each other lovingly for a while, and you're like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let's not do this. And, like, Adina Menzel is all, like, vulnerable and shit because she's like, this is just so hard. All I ever want to be was a mother, and it's really hard. And it's not even hard because of the hard stuff. It's hard because I'm alone. And when the good things happen, I have no one to share with it. It's hard. Okay. And it's like, and it's like, okay, well, 
Okay, yeah. okay. Let's. You had a kid already, and everything about this plot, I'm just like me. And it's like, and it's also like. I mean, I guess, like, yeah, you can do both. You can want to be, like, the best mom and the best show choir director, but, like... <laughs> that's It had never... Who doesn't want to be both the best mom and the best show choir director? Right? I mean, truly, get you a girl who can do both, and she's right here. Yeah. Um, but Puck is there for her always. Yikes. Yikes. Irish kid <laughs> tells Finn... Um, right, that about... Irish kid... Irish kid is... Because he's using his spying... And goes up to Finn yes. and is like, I got some bad news for you. Yes, because I already forgot that Finn was like, hey, Irish kid, spy on Brittany yes. for me. <laughs> so Irish kid tells Finn, Finn approaches Brittany and he goes, is it true? And Brittany goes, uh, no. Oh, I thought he meant the Selena Gomez pregnancy rumors. Funny. Wild. I Selena Gomez um, was dating at that time. In 2011? Yeah, let's look. Was that Justin Bieber? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Here's her complete dating history. That's not weird at all. It's really not. Um, yeah, it was Justin Bieber. I'm happy and ashamed that I know that. Um, yeah, so we need you. You're a family. And then Santana enters with, like, the best roast, mm -hmm. which is, that's right, double-stuffed fatty gassy McGravy pants. You are such a bacon-wrapped bug-eyed hypocrite. Because of the whole Blaine jealousy thing of right. it all. Yes. Brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. But then, of course, this is what Finn, what makes Finn say, there's no such thing as leprechauns. It was yes. cute when you decided Santa was real, but you have to grow up and stop being such an idiot. Which is like, as we know, it's it's Britney's like, like, no. That's I'm, her it's, it's her I'm dumb button. Because that's what happened when Artie said it to her. Like, stop yeah. being stupid. And now Finn has been like, no, you're an idiot. And she's like, well... You're in charge of the Glee Club, so if that's what you think, then I don't feel right. Don't want to be there. She says you're the leader. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you cannot call your. She says you cannot call your future president an idiot. It's yep. mean. It's bullying, and I won't accept it. Yeah. And I'm like, fucking good for you, Brittany. Go that's off, like the Brittany. best way. Yeah. That is the best way to just deal with that. Um. So, they're in. They're in for the new girls, all girls Glee Club. Cut to. <laughs> Sugar's still here. Sugar's still here, unfortunately. Oh, um, but first we give, um, we give Bert, um, the equal amount of airtime that he deserves. Oh, yes. So, yes, yes, yes. So we have Bert doing this wonderful, like, rant of, like, the arts saved my kid's life and, like, the arts are important. Um, also, so, I'm looking to create jobs. So. And also, I'm looking to create jobs. Like, hell Everything yes, check need. and check. Um, and that's how Bert Hummel sees it. Yeah. And if you have ideas, send them to me at the tire shop. Love um, that. Love that. No notes. Um, but then we have to get to Sugar again. Right. With, with Santana saying, let me write you a reality check, Richie bitch. They say bitch Love twice that. within, like, the next, like, yeah. five minutes. And I was like, wow, it's two bitches on, two on bitches. Fox. <laughs> um, I mean, Santana fully just, like, bullies Sugar here. Uh -huh. It's true, but, like, not that she deserves it, but, like, Someone need to shut this girl up. Right. It's mostly just because she's annoying. I, exactly. Sugar's I don't condone bullying. Do not do not say that I condone bullying. Sugar is a problematic character who probably should have never been introduced. Exactly. That's the point here. Um, um but they're trying to figure out names for the group. Only yes. thing of note here is Brittany's suggestion is that they call their new show choir group Free Beer, which absolutely yes. should have been what they did. Totally. Um and like I want these girls to win. Like I'm rooting yeah. for these girls. They go with Trouble Tones. Uh, Which, not to be than... confused with the Trouble Makers yes, from tr Pitch Perfect. Uh, yes, very different vibes. Um, and then we get to see their first number ever as a group, and they absolutely kill it. Fuck yes. I love this number. Which, like, everyone knows they would. They do Candyman. By and Christina Aguilera. Yeah, and it's, like, Britney, Santana, and Mercedes leading, so it's mostly, like, Mercedes and Santana. And it's great. Their costumes are great. They, the look is great. There's some fun, like, movement in it. Yeah, the choreography is, like, perfect for this. Nothing about this group was ever going to be bad. True. Like, and even, like, they even got, like, Sugar to do the dancing with three other, like, surprise I new assume. members. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can assume. And, like, it's excellent. It's and great. There's no notes. Like, yeah, even when, even Adina Menzel's like, now that's what I'm talking about. Right. And then it's just, for some reason, Will and Finn are there. 
Yeah, why are why is Finn and his like surrogate other dad? There? I guess it's why they're are they spying, there? but it just further goes to prove that they're terrible at it because they're, they're terrible just spies. sitting there. <laughs> Not even sneaking. They're not even like when Quinn was in like the Raptors. No, they're not even using the the spying balcony, which is right, right. there. It's right there. Everyone else has used it lately. Um, yeah. This whole scene is amazing, and then it's just Will being like, "Oh no, it's the consequences of my actions." <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day too, when we had that bit in our uh, episode a while back. Um, your actions have consequences, and here they are, Will. It's a <laughs> much better are. Glee Club. That only really has, yeah. like, three people in it, but it's already right. miles better than yours. Right. Imagine what they'll be able to do when they actually have, like, the, like, approved number right. of people. Ooh, just, well, they're, they're sticking around for a little bit. This mm-hmm. is the first number, so there's more to yes. come, thank God. Fuck yes. Oh, I think I know where this is going, and I can't wait. Yeah. Um, so, back in the hallway, Finn suddenly learns his lesson and apologizes, but he's like, okay, you gotta go with God on this one. I don't want to ruin any of our friendships, which is like, friendship is a strong word for what y'all had. Yep. Um, and your third wish came true. Right, Brittany was like, I'll leave, but I don't want anyone's feelings to be hurt. And Roy's like, look, I did it. Let me kiss you. And then she's like, no, Roy. His feelings were, he was clearly heartbroken. I've learned something. Emotional growth and leprechauns aren't real. <laughs> and then... Oh, God, but then we have to end it with some playful bullying. Yeah. Not even playful, but just some, like, real bullying. It's telling Santana him to disappear. time, yeah. And then telling him to disappear and then being shoved by another, like, 35-year-old Hockey jock. Hockey player, yeah. Yeah. Cut to Carol and the boys um, at Breadsticks. Yeah. Our second Breadsticks occurrence of the episode. Talking about what it'd be like if Bert won the election. Yeah, so they would maybe split their time between D.C. and Ohio and... It's okay because Kurt will be in college, college. and Finn will technically be an adult too. We'll as be they doing say. other things. Honestly, like it's kind of implied that like Finn could just be there and take over the tire shop, which I love. Great opportunity. Great opportunity. I think, and like that's not even the first time it's kind of like no. come up. Like I think, man, go with it. That is such a great idea. Yeah, but I think it's supposed to make him feel bad about himself some more. And then Kurt's concerned because he, he was like, you did just have a stress-related slash health-related heart attack, so should right. we be doing this? And then Sue comes over and tries to kill Bert. Right, with a big-ass <laughs> With a big-ass big ass burger. burger. And which Finn is like, can I go in on that? <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's probably better Teenage off. Teenage metabolism, idiot. baby. Exactly. Holy shit. Um, he's a growing boy, which is terrifying. Um, so, like... And good on Bert for being like, look, yeah, that I I had a stress-related injury there, but I'm ready to stand up and fight. Great. Um, yeah, and do we think there was, like, do we think Kurt was, like, fully worried about Bert, or do we think there's something else going on there? I, there was no insinuation that it was anything else besides that. Right. So I, right. as far as I know, it's that. Okay. And then um, this is when Sue comes in and starts talking about, like, you're right, it's not just about getting rid of the arts, but I have a different actual thing I care about, which is that McKinley has no special education and a bunch of kids who could use it, so I'm, that's actually something, a real issue I care about. Which valid. Which is fair, she's coming and speaking the truth sometimes. Yeah. Um, then we cut to, they open on the line, say you 2 is overrated. That Never! Made me, that made me laugh really hard, too. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's like another thing it's like bono just, we haven't mentioned I... bono yet right guys man have they done a bono cover yet have they covered youtube yet you two yet i don't know i can find out i don't think they have i, I feel like we would have talked too, about but, it but also if you were like tell me a u2 song i'd be like oh god I, I all i can think of is still haven't found what i'm looking for uh they have not covered you two yet okay Emphasis there, on yet, though. There's a yet there. Yeah. Oh, wait. And yes, they have. Haha, <laughs> I'm dumb. Uh, in the, they covered? In the laryngitis episode with the um, where Rachel thinks she's get has to get voice surgery, they do the song One. Yes. And I think when we talked about it, we were both oh like... Oh, my God. We were I like, forgot. If, like, we were both like, this is YouTube? Wish YouTube? we could forget this. Yeah. Oh, God. I, oh, God. Now... Oh, God. Oh, God. That's... I'm just uncomfortable thinking about that moment. So, 
This is like where Finn re 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 learns his lesson. Yes. And basically the same lesson that he learned with Kurt a season ago, where it's like, yeah, I should have stuck up for you the first time. Yeah. And also, okay. do you want to join Glee Club? Yeah, better late than never, whatever. Um, and so he he enters with this kid in the Glee Club. Oh, and wait. Goes, there was another thing that I thought was weird. Oh. Which is, um, I'll look at my notes now, that Kurt, no, Finn comes up and is like, they're like, oh, are you going to tell Mr. Schuster that we're bullying him? And he goes, no, I'll tell Coach Beast. And that's enough to, like, scare mm-hmm. them all straight. And that yeah. was kind of implying that Coach Beast, does does she do all sports? Is she also the hockey coach? Like, why would that matter at all? These are the hockey players that are bullying him. You right. can tell because they're mullets. So <laughs> right. Beast is, an, is Beast enough of a threat just because she's, like, an intimidating sports presence at the school? Or does she well, coach think- all the sports? I mean, I would believe that she coaches all the sports, but also I believe that because she's, like, such an ally with Will and the Glee Club, mm. that, like, Beast, I think Beast knows that her loyalty lies with, like, the real ones over the bullying above mm-hmm. all. Yes. So, yeah. So, anyway, um, now it's time for a Glee Club audition. Yes. Because what happens when the Pope dies? You get a new Pope. So Which is here's like, this kid. Literally the point that Blaine was making earlier in the episode and Finn was like, no. No. <laughs> Fuck you, Blaine. No, but now it's fine because it was Finn's idea. That reminded me of um, the John Mulaney joke where yeah. he's like, I was pitching jokes to Mick Jagger. And he's like, no, no that is funny. That is, what it was, that is what it was channeling. It's either it's yes. that plus a little bit of like Billy on the street sort of. Like, yes. <laughs> yep. No. Totally. Um. So um, he sings a song that is... Not by Michael Bublé, but it could be. Take care of yourself is what it's called. Yeah. So this I... this is the style that the actor Damian McGinty is like known for. He is he got through like um the Glee Project on his like crooner Michael Bublé like style. Mm. So this is him showcasing what he's best at. Which, by the way, he's the only one that looks like a teenager in this universe. I think he is like nineteen. Maybe twenty. Right. So right, because like even now, like, uh, uh, well, uh, Chris Colfer is fully like twenty one, twenty two, probably. Yeah, he's like twenty two. Tw- like, he was nineteen when the show started, so it's like twenty one, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so he sings another slow song. Um, yeah. He croons. He Michael Bublé. He croons. He he bublays. It's fine. Um, Kurt is like big mad because he goes into falsetto at the end, and Kurt's like, "I'm I, the only one." Yeah. But, like, I don't think of what Kurt does when he sings as, like, that same true style of falsetto that is what right. Rory is doing in this song. I can't right. describe why they're different. Well, because Kurt kind of uses... Kurt has a higher register as it is, mm-hmm. and his higher notes are just kind of his thing. Yeah. Whereas when Rory does it, it's... I don't want to say it's, like, a trick, but, like, that's... That's kind of like something to show off with. That's like a stylistic right, thing. Right, cuz all of Kurt's songs start in high register. They start high and they stay high. Whereas yeah. Rory starts singing is, sho- is showing off his And range. then can and goes into a falsetto. So it feels like a different vibe. Again, totally. I don't necessarily think those would be two that were vying for the same solos. Right. Um this isn't a style of music that I enjoy. I mean, if you're going to choose a crooning song, I feel like you could have chosen so many other more interesting songs. But, like, I think it sounds good technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does a great job with it. And um, I was so distracted at the singing and thinking about falsetto that I almost missed the terrible cutaway that ends this episode. Oh, my God. Well, before that, we have, like, Mercedes saying hi to, like, Arnie yes. and Tina. Yeah. And then Santana, like, pulling her back. And then we have just, like... Adina Menzel being sad for a second because motherhood is hard. Yeah. And then we have this cutaway. Yeah, which is fully just a bad Shelby joke. Shelby and Puck. Bad plot. Bad plot. It's Shelby bad and Puck plot. making making out, and we're not here for it even we're a little bit. We're not here for it. No, thank you. But the good news is we had zero Rachel Berry songs this episode. I know, and I love that every time. <laughs> Is this the is this not the first time we've had zero Rachel Berry songs? I don't know. It might not be. I I I bet I could. Look I would that believe up it either way. Truly, but 
clearly we don't even remember how many U2 songs have been in this show <laughs> so far. So we're not reliable narrators. Right, which I feel like is kind of the point of this show. Um, things it's, You can tell things we don't care about. Rachel Berry and U2. <laughs> but oddly enough, Train. Um, train and continuity about nipple rings. Right. <laughs> We're complicated people. We're co- multitudes. We contain multitudes. Um, Ugh, but that's this episode. That's the episode. And I don't know. I forget when exactly you said this, but my last note is in conclusion for a second long fart noise. It is. It truly just, is. Just don't okay. Do this. Don't make Puck make out with Adina Menzel. No one asked for this. No one no wants one. it. No one. Ugh. How old is Damien McGinty? Damien McGinty is my age. Like, almost exactly. He's like a month younger. Wow. So, however old I was in 2011, which would have been... Minus a month. So, he was like 19, yeah. Yeah, okay. Maybe 20. Sure. I don't know. I don't know my age. (laughs) (laughs) What's my age again? Um... Honestly. So... Let's talk about so the music. There's not a lot of music in this episode. No. But if you're going to purchase one to put on your iPod, your choices are Being Green, Last Friday Night, Parenthetical TGIF, Waiting for a Girl Like You, Candyman, and Take Care of Yourself. I am going with Candyman. Candyman's the choice. It's Oz. the choice. Oz. Like, Absolutely. I, I liked... Out of character, like out of character, I liked uh, to take care of yourself, but mostly just because that falsetto is kind of fun. The first time you hear it, I wouldn't sure. really listen to it. My and I mean, if I had to choose between the two of his songs, I would have gone with "It's Not Easy Being Green." Yeah. Um. Oh, also, I don't buy Rachel being that impressed by Rory singing, but no, he, he's like he's magic. I'm like, I mean, he's he he he's, yeah, he's great. If you look, need a Michael Bublé impersonator on your team, yeah, then yeah, I mean, like. Yeah, like, I'm sure he's a great addition to the club. Because sure, I mean, you, the you're down to Sam, and now we have he's a He's there, so. Right. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, he won his first singing competition when he's five years old. Is he still performing? He was, he was in Celtic Thunder, not Riverdance. I was wrong. Oh, God. Whew. I guess if you want to uh, find the show online, uh, on social medias and stuff, we're at Glee Aggressive, gleeaggressive at gmail.com. Yes. Um... Make sure to like, comment, rate, subscribe. Tell yeah, your friends. Tell give your us a friends. review. We'd love um, a review. Yeah. We love those. Um, we do. Um, what should they write in about this week, Karina? Um, you can write in and tell us. Actually, write in and just send me Riverdance clips from YouTube. Yeah. Why not? Curate me the best of Riverdance. Even though it does not feature Damien McGinty, I do love... Riverdance has a chokehold on all of us, and I know this is true. So, uh, yeah, love to see that. Were you there the time that someone we went to college with was like, oh, Michael Flatley over here, and I was like, who's that? And he was like, it's it's Riverdance, Ian. And I was like, oh, okay. I couldn't tell you a single person who's ever been in Riverdance. Apparently, Michael Flatley is, is Riverdance, I guess. Okay, uh, all of it? <laughs> I don't know about all of it, but he. I think he. I don't know if Riverdance has a star. I don't know much about Riverdance. They dance, admittedly, and it's loud and it's fun and it's in sync. Yeah, yeah. What's there to not Happy like? For them. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, Ian, Ian, where can people find you? You can find me at Ibroski on Twitter and Instagram at Ibrods on TikTok. I'm apparently starting a new series where I'm just trolling my parents dogs so um check that out honest, i guess so it's hilarious so thank you very much i was surprised at how many views and likes this dog last night got it yeah, it's um, the dog and, content right and like i feel like i just found the perfect backing track for his dumb little brain which yeah. i love so much um and ianjbrodsky.com um what about you karina you can find me on twitter and tiktok at the same handle which is uh epic adventure of um, yeah. Also, just as a side note today, uh, the things I did, I watched this episode, then I watched P- Katy Perry's music video for uh, TJF to prove to Zach that Darren Chris and Kevin McHale were in it, and then yes. I watched uh, the clip from the Johnny Depp, Willy Wonka, and the Charlotte Fa- Factory where they sing the Augustus Gloop song. So that's where- <laughs> Why? I don't know. I was just like, you know what I want to listen to now? Augustus Gloop, Augustus sung by Danny Elton. <laughs> Wow. 
Danny Elfman what a ride. at Coachella. So that's that's just to give you an insight into where my brain's at right now. It is mostly like this year. Just, yeah, he was a, he was one of the headliners okay. at Coachella. Wow, good for him. <laughs> and he sang some songs by Oinko Boingo and some songs from Nightmare Before Christmas. And honestly, it sounds like the perfect set. Great, love so, it. So, write in and tell me your favorite Danny Elfman song. Anyway, cool. uh, so that was this episode. This was Pot of Gold. Here you go. Yeah, yeah. As always, we end each episode talking about Danny Elfman. Um, <laughs> right on time. But really, uh, I would just thank you for joining us. You can join us yes. next time. We will be discussing Season 3, Episode 5, entitled The First Time. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Yeah, I'm curious to see why that's your reaction. Oh, lordy. Um, but anyway, so watch that episode. Join us next week. And Ian, I have to ask, that means, does this episode of Glee make you want to watch the next episode of Glee? I don't know. Does the fact that it's called the first time persuade or dissuade you? Uh, persuade in that I'm like, what now what? <laughs> what persuade, now? Persuaded with fear. <laughs> right. Persuade just so I can be like, can we get to the bottom of this? Persuaded derogatory. <laughs> yes. All right.